Namaste, good evening to all, and uh, welcome to another session of uh, Gurukula. Today is uh, the 30th episode of Easy Air with Gurukula. Welcome all our participants to this particular episode. So today we have uh, Dr. Kiran SS with us, who will be presenting uh, a very interesting topic. So on behalf of uh, Easy Air Veda and uh, Family Easy Air Veda and all the participants, uh, may I take the privilege of uh, extending a cordial welcome to Dr. Kiran SS. Dr. Kiran, Namaste and welcome to Easy Air Veda Gurukula. Yes, thank you, sir. So before I hand it over to Dr. Kiran, so I'll uh, introduce Dr. Kiran to all of you. So in brief, uh, Dr. Kiran has completed his uh, undergraduation from uh, the prestigious uh, SKMC Ayurvedic College, Bangalore. And uh, post-graduation, he's pursuing the post-graduation and currently in third year in uh, the Department of uh, Kai Chikisa, post-graduation uh, Department of Kai Chikisa, again from uh, yet another uh, prestigious Ayurvedic College and Rao Ayurvedic Medical College, Koppa, Chikmagaluru District, Karnataka. So, Dr. Kiran has uh, assisted and conducted various procedures, like he is interested in uh, Agni Karma, Siraveda, and Vidha Karmas, apart from uh, assisting and personally conducting uh, many Panchakarma procedures as a part of the curriculum and out of self interest and as a part of clinical practice as well. So, he has attended the basic life saving. Uh, support BLS and advanced cardiac life uh, saving support workshop CCLS so has uh, expertise in those also and Dr. Kiran has under, undergone uh, hands-on training workshop for uh, chiropractic uh, adjustment and uh, cupping therapy He's presented a couple of uh, good papers at national and international levels uh, a few of them being uh, Amshamsha Kalpana and Avarana and the parasurgical uh, so he's working on the thesis uh, a randomized comparative uh, clinical study to evaluate uh, the efficacy of rasnadi gudika with and without uh, wet cupping therapy in the management of uh, grudrasi this was uh, some credentials of uh, dr kiran today he is with us to present a topic a very interesting topic hopefully you will have an enjoying uh, learning session clinical relevance of ayurvedic uh, Parasurgical procedures will be the topic of today. So now I'll hand it over to Dr. Kiran. Dr. Kiran, it's all yours. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, good evening, all. First of all, I would like to thank the entire team of EC Ayurveda for giving me this opportunity to present uh, this topic in their prestigious CME Gurukula. And a special thanks to uh, Dr. Raghuram, sir, who has been a source of inspiration and a constant support for us. Uh, clinical relevance of Ayurvedic parasurgical procedures. So starting by uh, the thing is there is a belief that Ayurveda is a slow acting science. Uh, we delay the result too much. If that was the case, this Ayurveda scheme of medicine would not have survived this test of time. So this is just a parasurgical procedures which enhances the uh, result of our uh, Ayurvedic treatments so that the time of remission or time of uh, effect of our medicine is enhanced in a much better pace. Uh, introduction, Acharya Sushruta has mentioned eight types of Shastra Karmas that is surgical techniques that is even followed today. These are just techniques. Now that means even in a surgery when uh, you are doing any procedures, we will be following these steps. That is one is uh, Chedana that is incising, Bhedana cutting, Lekhana that is scraping, Vedya puncturing, Eshana probing, Aharana that is extracting, Visravana is draining, Sivana is suturing. 
these are the general techniques for surgery let it be any surgery we will be using these techniques for the surgery the word para means beside or alongside or closely related to so the word meaning of parasurgical stands for the procedures which has a similarity to surgical procedure but they are a miniature version of it uh, for example an appendicectomy surgery you can take it as a surgical procedure the same thing we'll be doing in an ind procedure that is incision and drainage that is in a smaller uh, level so that can be correlated with parasurgical procedures the word anushastra karma is being used widely for parasurgical procedures in ayurveda as well as anushastras is that are like shastras like the instruments which will be using for a bigger surgery won't be used for a smaller surgery so because of these reason parasurgical procedures are also termed as anushastra karmas so where do we get the reference of these procedures we get the reference of these procedures from mainly brihatrays especially sushruta has given a better and a deeper understanding of these topics and uh, we even get in uh, ashtanga hridaya and charaka samhita also so the question why parasurgical procedures are needed as i said before the misconception that ayurveda is a slow acting science if that was the case i said now ayurveda would not have been there now after the british invasion the current scenario the covid after even all these ayurveda has crossed this and still leading in front means ayurveda is not should not be a slow acting science then the parasurgical procedures have an additional action of quick that is ashukaritva quick in action like we are giving medicines internally it takes time to get digest it goes to all dhatus digestive process get absorbed metabolized then the result is shown but whereas in parasurgical procedures it is not like that just after or within a span of half an hour we'll get to know the difference so that boosts the confidence of the patient in an ayurvedic doctor so it can be done on op basis with minimal training it is not necessary that we need a, a full fledged ip setup to do these parasurgical procedures and with minimal training when compared to other uh, procedures we can do this parasurgical procedures in an effective way then it is more vaidya centric by vaidya centric i mean uh, just by writing a prescription and giving the patient and our connection won't be in a that much deeper level when we are indulging in a procedure or doing any uh, procedures for the patient the bond between the patient and the vaidyas are more strong than just a prescription based bond and it gives a boost in initial phase that is when our uh, graduate is starting his practice at the initial phase it is hard for him to get the patient to give the result so when our parasurgical procedure is there it gives the boost for his initial phase so that the patient gets the belief that okay something is working on me i can continue with this doctor so it gives that effect on me with their medicines it has an additional benefit for patient and doctors also patient they'll get relief quickly doctors it is an additional income for them not just through medicines when the patient gets more relief you can charge for that uh, procedures in a reasonable way uh, it is not taught extensively with its practical implication as a part of curriculum that is a main reason why it is not been carried out throughout the students who are passing the ayurveda or it is just restricted to a specialty who are dealing with this it is not a specialty 
it can be done by even graduates and uh, postgraduates and the next is it has utility in pain related issues we all know that the patients who comes to us is more related with pain the patient won't come to you and say sir i have this some pura rupas or treat me they will come with pain only when a patient gets pain only they will come and consult you so when you reduce the pain then you can go to the level of correcting his dadus so first is to reduce his pain so if these are the good points why it is not been practiced so why not parasurgical the main thing is the inhibition or lack of awareness among both the doctors and the public uh, of such procedures are the main reason uh, why it is not practiced as much among doctors how it is not understood is in a practical way when where and how a parasurgical procedures should be done that is not been taught in the grassroots level in our undergraduation as a theory curriculum they will be gracing through the points but on the practical level the knowledge has not been uh, delivered to the students and among the public normally we will get patients coming and asking sir we need a panchakarma according to them panchakarma is just massage but at least they will come and ask for that no body will come and ask for you sir i have pain do this uh, agni karma or vidya karma on me and once a patient get the result then the patient will come and ask uh, many a times a bystander of a patient will come and ask sir you did that uh, agni karma for him he got relief now you can do it on me unless they experience this result they won't come to us asking for that then even though said all things good and right but still it is an invasive procedure so there can be chances of complication so we should be in a condition to uh, reduce the complication and increase the risk and reward ratio more than risk precaution should be the better word to be used here the precaution and reward ratio will be the better word to be used for parasurgical procedures because if you take the proper kind of precautions the reward is sure you will get so by just a brief about this for disease care you can take parasurgical as a t20 cricket which has a faster impact whereas as everybody says which is a real cricket that is a test cricket there comes a role of panchakarma you need panchakarma to reverse the sampraapti vigatana to do the dosha dusha vivechana and to do the rasayana of the dhatu so that the diseases won't come back so each has its own place it is nowhere it is said that parasurgical is much above or higher than panchakarma there is a quote bab bab hota hai beta beta hota hai so each has a separate route the mixture of both should be there in our clinical function so that the result plus the satisfaction of the patient will be in a better level so by keeping all the basic concepts of ama nirama dosha dushya agni kosta vibhajana we will be moving forward and uh, disclaimer alert here we will be just briefly going through the procedures uh, we won't be seeing the purva karma pradhana karma paschat karma and the complication we will be just uh, briefly going to what are the procedures and what effect we got so some parasurgical procedures in ayurveda mainly it is divided into three one is agni karma next is rakta moksha kshara karma so in this uh, slide in this ppt we will be dealing with these in agni karma the types of agni karma that is ruksha agni karma and snigdha agni karma what are the different types of shalakas or cauterization method which has been said why it has been said in rakta moksha also why different types of uh, rakta moksha has been said will be dealt in coming slides yes
this is agni karma so first thing when agni karma comes to our mind is to burn the patient so we should keep in mind that it is not to burn the patient it is to transfer the heat to underlying structure that should be in our mind not to burn the patient we want to transfer this heat to the inter, uh, underlying structure so that the patient get relief so that is the intention for acharyas mentioning different kinds of shalakas or different kinds of heat transmission for example uh, shushruta has said pippali ajashakrut godanda shara shalaka nam in twaggadana when are the problem or the uh, diseases in the twak we will be using these kinds of mode of heat transmission and when it is in deeper dadus that is mamsa dadu jampa oshta and idara lohas that has much more heat transmission so that it goes deeper so that was the intention of acharyas for differentiating the method of heat transmission into the patient for example pippali uh, on heating it will be reaching around 57 to 60 degrees celsius whereas idara uh, loha that is uh, loha shalaka it may cross around uh, 228 degrees celsius so the heat differs and the nature of the heat differs not just the temperature our sir used to say we are not ayurvedic specialist we are super specialist so we are transferring heat okay that is specialty next is super specialty we want to see which kind of heat works in which kind of dadu so always keep in mind we are not specialist we are super specialist so the first photo uh, which is a case of facial warts for that patient we had given medicine for a week okay the wart had come a little bit shade has reduced but still the warts are there so we had planned to do a, a agni karma with rf cautery that is a modified cautery which has a small tip uh, through which you can burn the exact area of a wart this is the photo taken on the same day because of that you can see the small edema over that area next day the edema was almost gone and that small crust was formed after a week even the crust has gone and normal skin has come so this is the effect which a patient can get when we are dealing with parasurgical procedures and the next photo it is uh, it was done for a tennis elbow so it is a modified kind of agni karma uh, normally we will do is with red hot shalaka keeping on the area where the tenderness is there it is uh, inflammation in the lateral epicondylitis it is also known as lateral epicondylitis even uh, sachin tendulkar has this disease so when our patient comes with uh, tennis elbow we can say you should you can be proud even sachin tendulkar has this disease uh, so here we have gone for uh, another method of agni karma that is through heat transmission the advantage of here is that it is less invasive there won't be any marks over the area but whereas the heat will be transferred to the internal structures reducing the localized edema thereby reducing the pain of the patient so uh, normally some uh, vaidyas use swarna shalaka but because of uh, cost problem we had uh, find out an another alternative method which is in the shape of that shalaka uh, that shalaka that is uh, 7 cm length 4 mm head thickness and 2 mm width so we are using an another Uh, rod which qualifies this uh, mesh this said dimensions and we are getting results the next one is a patient of parshni shula parshni shula means ear sole pain the patient says when are she is getting up from the morning she has he can't keep the leg at 
foot at the ground she has to limp for a two three steps then she can walk so in this normally hospital setup we will be asking the patient to do a istika shala istika sveda that is boiling a big istika and keeping the leg over that or pouring dhanyamla and keeping the leg over the dhanyamla so that the vapors will be uh, touching that area so that this uh, sofa will get reduced and the pain will get reduced but here we have also uh, there was a modification in that there is a reference of mrittika shalaka we have a modified shalaka that is mrittika shalaka this is made from anthill mud we wash the anthill mud uh, we filter it keep it uh, for a day remove the supernatant and the sediment portion will be dried for two days then it will be heated on a mild flame and this that becomes like this this is very good in parsni shula when the patient can't come for istika sveda or it can be done even in op setup the only thing it can absorb heat and dissipate for a long time so once you heat you keep it over the place better to use a paper so that there is no direct transmission so that that heat doesn't go deep and cause a burn on the patient for that we'll be keeping a paper in between and when the patient says yes, I, I, this much heat i can tolerate a little bit more we'll be keeping and we'll be removing it so that is another method of uh, agnikarma the fourth picture that is uh, a case of corn Uh, it is said that uh, agni karma is apunar bhava even i was thinking if that is a case once you do agni karma the disease should not recur but that was not the case this patient had a corn for more than 3 to 4 years so first what we'll do we'll scrape the about tissue then we'll burn the center part which is already necrosed or dead the patient won't be having a sensation after that we'll be sending the patient with internal medicine for follow up and the next follow up again we will be assessing the condition if that pain is there from below the skin will be growing so even the root of this corn will be deep inside so unless we reach that root the disease won't cured won't get cured fully so it, it may take a two to three sittings if it is a longer one if it is a recent one it may go in the first one only so once that root is burned off then that corn won't come in that area that is the apunar bhava which acharyas have mentioned for agni karma it is not like that once you do agni karma that disease won't come if you do agni karma in a proper way that disease should not come uh, this is another modified form of agni karma uh, by doctor uh, in sdm shalya hod doctor uh, dr arjunagi this was uh, i got this from his videos and we tried on the patient this has an additional benefit of the heat will be transferred through the eranda patra through the body of the patient so there is a heat transmission plus vataharaya action there is both going on in the patient so the relaxation or the uh, patient get much faster result and it can be done in opd basis no need for a uh, Uh, panchakarma setup for this so next now we have dealt with uh, rukshagni karma next is snigdha agni karma as acharya has mentioned shaudra guda sneha sira snayu sandhi asti gadana so when are it is in a deeper condition or the disease has traveled from a kafaja pittaja to a vataja state where you need snigdhatva there so that time we can opt for snigdha agni karma Uh, for that uh, here the first patient the first photo is of carpal tunnel syndrome the patient complains of numbness over the first three fingers and uh, he can't start the vehicle or turn the key this motion was 
hard for him there was a mild tingling sensation so we had given the internal medicine after the first visit he said okay i am getting a relief of 30% then uh, we thought okay then we can try with this nigda agni karma so here what we done is we had heated the honey and we had first palpated the area where it there was maximum tenderness where where the uh, carpal tunnel is located over that area we had kept small small drops of kshaudra uh, so that the heat get transmitted deep into the area and without causing any burns their local inflammation is reduced so uh, this is also a method by which we can do agni karma without causing burn so do, keep in mind agni karma is not to burn the not to burn the tissue it's to transfer the heat the similar is the case of the third one that neck photo that was a case of uh, acute neck spasm due to vishamasana that is irregular posture that we get more frequently in students also and other patients also yesterday night i slept somehow sir now i can't turn my neck they'll be in a kind of spasm so that here only external medication was given first what we did we can see the round round marks that is a mark of cupping mark that is a dry cupping was done so that uh, blood, blood circulation to that area becomes better and after uh, dry cupping we had asked the patient how is the pain he said i am now i am much better a 30% relief has come okay then on that we had done the shaudra agni karma which we had done on uh, the cts patient after doing shaudra agni karma he was saying sir that heat i can feel it is going deep uh, then i have got a doubt will it burn or not first i removed the some a few dro- drops it was there there was no burn marks and before keeping the shaudra it is must required to check the temperature it should not burn the uh, person's skin so for that you can try on yourself on the same surface on the uh, softer side of your palm not on the palmar surface then you can uh, put on the patient the center photo that is for gridrasi that is also a kind of snigdha agnikarma made popular by uh, revishankar sir parvaji sir puttur uh, here what we'll be doing we'll be taking uh, oil and we'll be adding vatahara drugs leaves in a generous amount of oil oil should not be less in that we'll be adding erenda patra or uh, your arka patra or nirgundi patra any of the vatahara drugs are okay then we'll be heating it the oil should be covering the leaves otherwise the leaves get charred and we won't get the effect so it should be in a semi liquid condition after heating it uh, and one more thing uh, while heating there are chances of uh, it catching fire no need to worry you can remove it from the flame it will uh, get off don't sprinkle water it will um, b- burn more so after doing that before only the patient's parts are prepared the uh, tender points are elicited it will be marked exposing the what which part we have to do then this heated oil with erenda avadahara drugs will be taken on another bigger erenda patra not only one or two so that it doesn't leak we don't want this oil to touch his body uh, directly through this erenda uh, patra or vadahara patra that heat should go inside same thing while pressing down uh, to take care of our fingers if our fingers go inside you don't want to have a blister on your thumb on the next day treating a sciatica case for that we'll be keeping a coin on top of that then we'll be pressing and leaving that area in a faster pace so that there won't be a deeper burn 
some cases we'll get a small uh, redness or a small tinge that that will be said priorly to the patient this thing can happen if the patient is ready then only we'll be going for this uh, yes uh, the golden uh, rule of ayurveda never bypass the doshas the three photos disease is the same uh, the disease is parshnishnula or heel pain but the treatment is different so why that is there as uh, our lecturers used to say we are not specialist super specialist if you are just specialist this is all our heel pain now we are becoming super specialist so we will be seeing which dosha in the disease which dosha is more predominant just i'm giving a glimpse not only in the local area in full body you should assess the dosha how that dosha reached that part and made that disease that should be kept in mind whatever the parasurgical procedures we will be doing with that we will be giving additional me medicines so that the samprapti vikatana happens simultaneously inside the body also these are just for uh, relieving the pain of the patient and for the medicine to reach that area much effectively uh, first case is of kevala uh, vadaja uh, that the patient uh, instead of doing istiga uh, sveda that is a more better way which i got from another uh, lecture the green husk of coconut that will be heated on a flame better to take green husk not uh, rather than dry because it has some uh, oilness in this and then apply vadahara uh, tailas on the foot then keep the foot on the uh, heated husk so that is for kevala vadaja parshnishula the second one uh, there was a tinge of pittaja involvement like patient was having sir with the pain i am uh, having a burning sensation or a daha kind of feeling so there first only doing agni karma may not provide us with that much relief so first we will be dealing with the pittaja pitta dosha by removing the rakta from it then we next sitting if there is uh, any pain then we will be uh, doing the agni karma uh, next the last one is for uh, kafaja where the patient was exactly saying patient is having stiffness associated with pain there we had done directly the rukshagni karma so next uh, rakta mokshana uh, broadly classified into sa shastra and ashastra ashastra is divided into siraveda and prachanna ashastra is divided into jalauga shringa ghati and alabu these are the methods by which uh, blood can be removed from your body siraveda uh, in uh, kaya chikitsa basti is considered as the artha chikitsa all other treatment one side and basti one side should be equally so that much is the important of basti in kaya chikitsa similarly in uh, chalya tantra rakta mokshana has a similar role there because usruda has considered rakta as the chaturtha dosha so when our disease is not getting relieved from your snigdha ushna treatment or ruksha snigdha treatment then we have to infer that that the doshas has reached the rakta dhatu and there is a rakta vitiation then we have to go think about rakta mokshana so one form of rakta mokshana is siraveda uh, the first photo the patient uh, was of agridrasi she was complaining of radiating pain and uh, a peculiar character what she was saying that when are she get pain the veins get, get bulged there she can feel the pulsation feeling in the veins that was a clear cut indication of doing siraveda where we can understand the doshas has reached the rakta and it is trying to uh, get out or trying to subside somehow so first uh, during the admission we had said the patient but the patient said uh, i was reluctant to get pricked okay uh, then on uh, day by day goes on a little bit uh, the patient also uh, was getting a relief 
by small small parameters not in a higher level then after the third day the person was also uh, okay to get a siraveda done so we accompanied the patient and first thing in siraveda before doing siraveda whatever the mechanism or whatever the stages we are doing there will be three stages purva karma pradhana karma paschat karma the purva karma and paschat karma are as much important as the pradhana karma so that there won't be any complication why i said this is because before siraveda in uh, purva karma we have to give snigdha yusha so that there won't be any vata prakopa after the rakta mokshana has come so now i won't be dealing with each step i'll be just um, discussing what was the procedure and what effect the patient got yes uh, so uh, she obliged to do the procedure we did the siraveda almost 250 or 200 below 150 ml ki the same patient who was reluctant to do the siraveda when we accompanied her back to the uh, her room before sitting on the cot she was asking sir when are we doing the next leg that was a relief which she got from this that was the effect which it had on her again i am repeating the sampraapti vikatana which happened in her body has not been changed there is just a relief in the patient but the patient now has more trust in the pa- uh, doctor and will do the things or patya patya which we say to them in a proper way similarly was the case of Gr- vishwachi where the pain was radiating from uh, neck to the fingers the patient was given snigdha yusha then uh, uh, siraveda was done next is an interesting one it is vidha karma it is a miniature form of siraveda there is no correct reference like vidha karma you should do when uh, reading uh, siraveda it was made popular by vaidya uh, rb gokte sir uh, is from pune and now chandrakumar deshmukh sir is uh, propagating this in a, a better way to uh, many of the students so in uh, uh, susruta sharira 8th chapter he has mentioned the points where all you should do siraveda for example if uh, nasa roge nasa roge nasa mule vidyate so acharya said to do siraveda at the tip so in all knows that they, we can't find any vein over here it is not a classical siraveda which we saw before what we have to do here so here instead of that we will be using a 26 into half mm uh, insulin needle and we will be pricking the spot which has been said by acharyas for a particular disease and the difference for agni karma and uh, vidha karma is agni karma Uh, atyagra ruje wherever atyagra ruje is there you can do agni karma keeping the mind of pitta in mind whereas vidha karma you can do okay there pain is there i'll do vidha karma there are specific points where you should do then only you will get a better result i'm not saying okay patient has pain you did vidha there there will be a elimination of little bit rakta and a little bit vata patient may get relief but vidha karma there are specific points where you should do that is mentioned in susruta sharira uh, for siraveda that same point we will be doing vidha karma based on the points the depth of the vidha is also mentioned like if it is in twak it is ardha vrihi vrihi means a rice which is shown in the photo so 26 into half inch needle almost comes in that length so if it is in twak we will be inserting half of it that is um, about 2 to 4 mm if it is uh, in a mamsala pradesha then we will be inserting a vrihi that is full for 4 mm 
next we'll be using 24 mm gauge needle who are staulia the same point if the patient is staulia if you want to restill that we want to use a little bit lengthier needle for that we'll be using 24 number needle so based on the po position also they have said how much depth we should prick so again i am repeating speciality or super speciality ayurveda we should still ponder on it and here ruja samprapti okay the patient is complaining of pain and you go and do vidya there you may not get relief that time we should assess why the patient got pain for example is it because of a nija dosha vitiation then vata prakopa happened then rakta vitiation happened then the pain came if that is the condition no problem you you can do the points said in the uh, disease what all points are specific but on the contrary there was an abhigadaja when our abhigata happen uh, there will be a rakta vitiation rakta vitiation leading to dosha vitiation leading to pain so in the both cases there is pain but the samprapti is different so based on the samprapti we will be selecting the points for vidya karma so if it is a uh, rektaja vitiation samprapti first we will be doing in the point set for vata rakta that is two angula above shipra marma not on the marma two angulas above shipra marma then we will be going for the points specified there the first photo uh, it is for uh, renal colic pain uh, associated with stone we had almost i don't have a large number of patients i think i have for four patient in that uh, one patient didn't allow to do fully he was not cooperative other two patient it is said that which side you have pain on the opposite side you should do the vidha and uh, the patient who came for follow up he had a scan report he had a uh, stone on the left side so we had done on the right side so after doing after i we came out of the opd the patient came and said now there is a relief of 30 percent of pain that doesn't mean that stone has dislodged from there still the samprapti of stone formation and stone is there but his symptom has reduced in a much faster rate so imagine you are giving internal medicine and you want to get this result and imagine doing uh, this parasurgical procedures and getting the result that is a difference but we, even with uh, parasurgical procedures it is must that you have to give internal medicines uh, the next patient is of headache even after taking analgesics the patient was having severe headache and the same uh, symptom he was saying these veins are getting enlarged i can feel the pulsation actually should have done a siraveda from there but not that much confident so instead of siraveda uh, the points uh, said for shirasula has been done that is uh, brumadhya lalata apanga and upanasiga it was done on both side i did the procedure came out went back to ask how is he the patient was sleeping that was the impact it had point to be noted second day the patient got the pain again so i am saying that trans uh, there may be relapse then uh, after giving uh, that uh, it was repeated for two to three days on an alternative day basis then the pain came uh, reducing reducing then after starting nasya and all the patient got a much better relief but the faster effect we got with this procedure uh, even uh, for a uh, patient of shwasa that recently uh, i think uh, three months back a female patient around age 35 came with a wheezing problem sir i want uh, injection or inhaler so while uh, writing only we are thinking what we can do then uh, thought of vidya karma for shwasa there are points which is said that is kaninika angusta madhya the point one is here and uh, on the medial side of kurpara sandhi 
four angulars above and below, and one more point in the medial two third and lateral one third below the clavicle. So these three points, Vidya Karma was done. So before doing Vidya Karma, we had auscultated the patient. We could hear the repetitors. We couldn't hear the uh, gur sound. After doing Vidya, after uh, I think one, it took one minute. Around one minute, we again auscultated the patient. Before auscultation only, we can see the patient who was gasping for birth, breath was okay. Now I can uh, try with some uh, internal medicine, rather injection. When we auscultated, the crepitus has reduced in a very significant level. Then internal medicines was continued. Yes, next cupping therapy. This is one of indication of Ayurveda in sports medicine. Uh, the first one is Michael Phillips, the famous swimmer. And all they are sport persons who are using the parasurgical procedures for getting a faster and efficient result. So uh, cupping therapy, it can be taken as uh, Sringa or Alabu. It is of two types, dry and wet. Dry cupping, we can do when there is a muscle spasm. We can add one more additional impact to it, uh, what, what the photo shows, that is fire cupping. So that there will be a Ushnatva in that uh, vacuum. So that will be done from my insertion to origin of a muscle to release any muscle spasm or there is a trigger point. You release a trigger point, the muscle will be normal, the range of motion improves. So even if you don't have a cupping apparatus, we Indians are known for jugad things. You can cut the top part of the syringe and put it ultra and reverse and pull that. But only problem, you have to hold it for a long time. So better you ask a bystander to do that. Otherwise, tomorrow we'll be getting hand pain. So these are the uh, apparatus what we'll use for cupping therapy. A sterile apparatus, a sterile gloves, uh, number 20 two needle and the cup shape according to the area and uh, the photo of that leg that photo uh, of the second photo and third photo the face photo and leg photo both patient is of same patient he had came to us he said sir recently i have bitten by a dog so i was asking okay you took antirabies yes i have taken antirabies but itching is not reducing so the patient uh, wanted to do cupping there so I, I, I was not ready for that. Why do you want to cup in there? Sir, uh, that Dushita Rekta will come, I will get relief. Okay, the, uh, that patient insisted. Okay, then we did cupping there. Be before doing a wet cupping, we will be keeping a dry cup. Then after removing the uh, dry cup, we will be keeping a small, small slashes, superficial sc uh, scratches. Then we will be keeping again the cup. So before we did the superficial scratches, the bite point, those two were the bite points of the dog there was a serous uh, kind of fluid which was oozing before we did uh, the wet cupping. So after when we did uh, the wet cupping and the patient also had pimples, so he only inserted, uh, insisted that I want for pimples also. Uh, when are we are doing in phase, better not to go for a thicker needle, uh, thinner needle will be better. Even your barber's blade also is better given the fact it is sterilized, a fresh one. Uh, this is a patient where the range of motion has improved uh, before and after cupping. Uh, next is Jalauka, Avagade Jalauka Syat. When are it is deep seated, when are there is a Pitta and Recta vitiated, we will go for Jalauka Vacharna. Uh, the first was a, a patient of eczema. The second patient uh, was of a Dushtavrana. Uh, even after uh, medicine, the wound was not uh, healing up to a greater extent. So we had planned for Jalauka. It has an additional effect that that heroin in the Jalauka uh, improves the blood circulation there and it also activates their immune system so that the healing occurs faster. The third photo is of uh, Mukhadushika, that is pimples. Uh, by the 
color only we can understand that it is red red and it is of pittaja in nature so where are there is rekta and pitta vitiation if it is superficial we can go for jalauka so this is a patient who came for dushtaprana with internal medicine with external medicine we had given uh, one sitting of jalauka for this patient then this uh, during the treatment and after treatment after follow up like after she has discharge and then after uh, 15 days she has come that is the result which we got with internal medicine and uh, jalauka and uh, dharas so the last one is uh, kshara karma shastra kshara in all this shastra and shastra kshara is said as the pradhanatama so uh, normally we will use only for anorectal region but in other uh, places also it has uh, shown efficacy especially in uh, nasa arsha and even in recurrent tonsillitis we can use kshara karma so the conclusion I would like to conclude that with internal medicines and other panchakarma modalities, we can make use of parasurgical measures wisely to get the maximum and fastest impact for the patient, keeping in mind for pre-post procedures to avoid possible complications. There are still hidden treasures in Ayurveda that is yet to be used to its maximum potential. The golden rule, never bypass the dosha. Let's share the knowledge and grow together. Thank you so much. So well, it's uh, time for me to tell uh... A big thank you to Dr. Kiran. Such a, a wonderful, exhaustive presentation where uh, it was a clean blend of uh, theory, practice, uh, uh, the practical implications and everything. If you don't do these things, uh, things doesn't come just like that in a flawless way like uh, Dr. Kiran was uh, uh, presenting. So it it also looked like it was not a presentation, but uh, being in uh, post-graduation, that is the third year, so this uh, approach uh, the method of presentation the way uh, dr kiran explained i felt uh, this this is a miniature teaching methodology so that was uh, really awesome so the content of uh, the slides also was simply awesome so like uh, i think most of our participants or easier with the family would uh, agree with me so if i'm not over ex uh, like like exaggerating this so i would like to also tell uh, our participants that dr kiran belongs to the department of kaichikitsa which is a uh, often compared to the general uh, uh, medicine so but uh, what he was presentation uh, presenting was totally different moreover the parasurgical and surgical aspects so the specialization he is doing is in general medicine so this shows that there are no barriers like maybe uh, the higher tiers of the education might have uh, classified these things in the post-graduation like uh, we have post-graduation in Shalya, so which is surgery, in Kajikisa that is general medicine, in Kaumarabhutya that is pediatrics. Uh, so there are so many wings, but there is no restriction that uh, or there is no inhibition, only the thirst and hunger to learn and learn more. Uh, we'll go to the couple of questions in the question box, uh, Dr. Uh, Kiran. Uh, first of all, where should this training and the courage factor uh, be implemented to the students at the UG level or at the PG level? Where do the students get the courage of doing the surgical and parasurgical uh, methods being Ayurveda uh, physicians? And where exactly do you think as a student? Because you have the journey of a, being a UG student, a practitioner, a PG student, and next you will go and become a teacher and a student. Where all these things should be uh, plugged in into the student's mind and where what is the correct point of creating confidence in the student's mind to uh, implement the parasurgical procedures in their clinical practice uh, uh, immaterial whether they belong to the shalya shalakya or kaichikitsa support you 
Sir, better to start from the UG level only rather than specializing when they go for Shalya. There are classes for practical classes, which they there will be demonstration of how class taking should be there, how a case study will be there. A uh, one class of that, take it for a parasurgical procedures. Let the students do on themselves if it is not a uh, too much severe one, like a dry cupping or any marma techniques. Whatever what the students can do on themselves can be a um, more boost for them or they will get a more confidence on them so that after this thing i can uh, do something for that I, I for that patient so that there will be a more relief for them and one period or there is some cases of fellowship for uh, uh, parasurgical procedures is also an option uh, how our uh, modern science are doing like a separate scheme training that but better than that from ug's time only sir in, in internship time uh, when are there is uh, procedures let them come and see more than let them come and see if you make them do then the confidence which they will get is enormous we have seen a hundred number of acne karma but doing acne karma gives much more confidence in them so if that kind of uh, system or scheme comes in front it will be a much beneficial sir absolutely from the students perspective it is a very important point that you made you also mentioned vaidya centric right at the beginning and uh, uh, a lot of these things uh, brought into and we also know that uh, there was ashtanga hrudayam which was introduced to the ug students right at the beginning now there are samhitas so like a blend yes. of samhitas everywhere but having said that the students should go and read the samhitas so when they're reading ashtanga hrudaya so we have kshara karma as chapters there also and any samhita they're reading so especially sushruta and other things we have a blend according to the NCISM syllabus now. If the students are immediately taken to the practical uh, sessions, maybe half an hour, 45 minutes, or something is demonstrated in the classroom with the patient on hand. So hands on the patient with the, the uh, equipments in hand. So that will build up a lot of confidence. That is definitely going to be a game changer for the students to go out and practice with utmost confidence in their clinical practice. So having said that, uh, I'd like to take a question from the question box. Pratnaji asked, Doctor, where we can use Pippali for Agni Karma? Sir, uh, Pippali has much better result in uh, bursitis than other work related thing. We had got better result in uh, calcaneal bursitis. There, Pippali has shown better result. Because of the Tikshnatva, the uh, bursitis reduces much faster. But only thing to keep in mind that because when we burn Pippali, uh, the dry people there are chances that some of the coal like or the fire it will be there in that so once you keep and remove if a fire particle is there on the skin it causes a burn so one thing to keep in mind that that should not happen or we will get a processed people uh, processed uh, you can do mardana and then make it a varti how or uh, this varti is made similarly you can make people varti so that this complication can be avoided. Pratnaji, so I think uh, that clarifies your question. I'd like to give a small clarification on the basis of what uh, Dr. Kiran explained. Pippali is piper longum and it will have small granules and uh, the distribution of the heat may not be even uh, to all those granules and there may be some fire, uh, like active fire left out in the granules or in between that may cause severe burning or over burning. We call it as Atitakta. Uh, to avoid that, you can make it into a paste or powder it and convert into a paste and prepare uh, some uh, uh, suppository-like thing what uh, Dr. Kiran showed. And that can be used for with the karma so that we will be giving uh, uh, like uh, what we can call it as a balanced uh, heat to that particular uh, uh, situation. 
having said that uh, uh, dr kiran uh, is it uh, the uh, pippali as a material of agnikarma which is working there or uh, pippali as a herb and its properties the properties of pippali are also working in that uh, situation yes sir the properties only there was a reference of different different agnikarmas so it is not just the heat there is an additional property of the dravya which you use there is a difference between ruksha sveda and shigna sveda similarly there is a difference between pippali which has the tikshnatva in that so with that additional property it reaches more deeper or it gives uh, results in a much better uh, way than just the heat okay thank you there and uh, you also mentioned that pippali is uh, preferably used in uh, bursitis related to the calcaneum and the foot region so why was that so like uh, if we can use it in other places like you mentioned the pain of tennis elbow or uh, in some painful situations or when ama or something is there like a bursitis somewhere else uh, does it mean to tell that those uh, places of the body will not tolerate the heat or uh, this has been only experimented on the uh, calcaneum no no sir it is not like that it won't tolerate but we had got better results on bursitis than on the other uh, sides and i wanted to mention one more thing uh, because of enthusiasm many times we have crossed that ama nirama avastha so once that agni karma or the parasurgical procedures are done after attaining the nirama avastha the result is much better when compared to by saying this, I don't mean that starting you should not do, but you can say starting the patient, I will be giving you the internal medicine, but after one week, there is a procedure by that you will get a relief so that you can make a suspense in the patient. And when you do that, there will be an additional effect. So when are we are doing, we have to keep the basics of Ama, Nirama, and then only we will be doing the Akni Karma. And uh, Pippali, uh, we got uh, better results in bursitis only, sir. Other places, we used the other shalakas, which was uh, much more easy for us to do. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, so, we'll take uh, one more question from Padnaji. Uh, doctor, is the Kshara done for nasal polyps as well? Yes, I have not done it uh, myself, but there are uh, doctors who are doing Kshara Karma for uh, nasal polyp. And not only Kshara Karma, this uh, Bibi Thaki, uh, oil after heating the uh, ballataka sorry after heating the ballataka the oil will be smudged on the cotton and then that oil will be applied on the nasal polyp and that causes the shrinkage so that has been uh, done but personally i have not done that uh, kshara part i have not done okay, but they are uh, there are vaidyas who are using it okay thank you sir bibitaki you mentioned so is there a reference like uh, we should be using bibitaki or pippali or is, is it like uh, again it's over a period of practice that uh, uh, the information has passed on from generation to generation uh, sir pippali has been mentioned in uh, uh, our classics like pippali ajashakrit th that has been mentioned bibitaki i didn't get any classical reference i got it from a vaidya who was using jay raguji i think uh, gives some compliments namaste thank you for the nice presentation i want to know what would be the paschat karma i know you touched about puro karma what is the paschat karma of these uh, procedures uh, paschat karma so that there should not be a chance of infection there so even after doing uh, acne karma we won't be doing a tight bandage because the uh, tight bandaging of a dagdavrana uh, is not indicated in our shastra so we'll be keeping cotton pad and just 
keeping a loose bandage over that similarly in after cupping therapy we will be cleaning the site with betadine solution and we will be covering that area with a gauze pad and keeping it for one day and asking the patient to remove on the next day so that our post procedures we will be doing the procedure in a uh, accepted pre precaution but after going from there if there is an entry of any external uh, factor it can also lead to a infection so to avoid that these are the post procedures which normally we will be uh, taking care of okay thank you sir, uh, dr kiran and uh, yeah sandhi ji has a question namaste sir uh, what are the indications of cupping therapy actually it has a wide range of indication uh, even uh, uh, chinese medicine they have specific points where all you can do cupping therapy and which all uh, system that can have an effect but here normally we will do when or there is a muscle tenderness or we think there is a rectovisiation superficial in superficial rectovisiation or we think there is tenderness to the muscle or there is a trigger point so that the muscle is not relaxed and causing a spasm that areas we will be doing but there are specific points like uh, uh, 1 and 22 on the neck that is a overall point which you can use for all disease and then uh, for sciatica on the sacrum region 11 12 and tw uh, 11 12 13 that points are specified not in our uh, shastras but as susrita has only said eka uh, shastra dhyana it should not be done we can take from other shastras also and implement in here right, right. so well said uh, uh, we should not be taking uh, the information available in only one science so the world is big so information is yes. available knowledge is available everywhere we should be broad-minded to accept that uh, having said that uh, dr kiran uh, we in agnikarma also have uh, the tnkra and alabu uh, administration okay which are almost similar to the cupping therapy itself yes, sir. so do, uh, do you tell that uh, this this cupping therapy and the other therapies uh, similar therapies have been derived from uh, Betty Yantra and Alabu, uh, which has been mentioned in Ayurveda text. Because many Ayurveda uh, people, they, they don't believe cupping as a therapy. And uh, you have also mentioned that you have taken it uh, for your post graduation studies. Yes, sir. It is a mode of uh, Sringa only, sir. Sringa or Alabu. It is a mode of uh, that only. Just that name is cupping therapy. Actually, the name should be Alabu therapy or Sringa therapy. So it is not like that. It is not mentioned here. It is not uh, Chinese medicine. It is mentioned here the same procedure. Only the name of cup or the that time this uh, plastic or polyester cup was not available. They were using the things what were available for them. Now, due to the advancement of uh, the machineries and the raw materials, they have made it into a cup, sir. So it has derived from that time. Right. So even Gatiantra is a similar uh, apparatus which uses suction. So yes, this, this and Alabu, they work on the suction. And uh, yes. Sringa, I think it should be manually sucked and Gatiantra and Alabu are, are naturally they are sucking due to the vacuum which mm. has been created inside. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, cup therapy, uh, has it been uh, like accepted by Ayurveda because you used it in the title of your thesis? Uh, is, is it okay to use cupping therapy? So that particular term, has it been uh, accepted by uh, the universities and Ayurveda? Uh, sir, before uh, keeping the uh, this ready, we had asked uh, two, three lecturers, like, should we use any other name? So there was there were study which has already been done in this. Like uh, my co-guide who has done uh, this Vata Kantaka. For Vata Kantaka, he has done uh, cupping therapy. The, his research was on that. So there was... Uh, this thesis which has been done in the same uh, name 
for an ayurvedic disease so it, this was chosen sir so the, that is uh, permissible and allowed okay so that yes, shows sir. that since the works are being done so it's allowed and yes, uh, so because it, it is allowed because it is a variant of an ayurveda therapy yes sir yes sir okay thanks there for the clarification uh, lakshmi sridham ji tells uh, it's a very informative session thank you lakshmi ji jai raghu ji uh, what precautions one should take before doing agni karma first we should uh, think about the patient like if the patient is too much uh, hesitant or too much there is a chances of any shock who is very uh, hesitant to even take a prick that patients should be avoided and there are arhas and anarhas for uh, uh, agni karma also so by keeping that those things in mind then only we will be selecting the patient okay thank you there uh, so arha and anarha means uh, the eligibility and non eligibility who fix like uh, so indications and contraindications we can take so that is what dr yes. kiran was mentioning indications and contraindications for every therapy is clearly mentioned in ayurveda we need to look into that before selecting the patient dr mahesh mp so it is seen that like earbuds like nasa varti is prepared with yoga made and is being used for nasal polyps especially by dr sunandan in chennai it is a touch on polyps one side with specific time gap for a day is found very nice okay thanks for that information dr mahesh so these are for uh, uh, the nasal polyps so similar uh, things what uh, dr kiran was telling some uh, varti varti means like suppository like things small things are prepared they are heated and uh, the heat is applied to the nasal polyps in this therapy uh, thanks for that information dr mahesh and uh, abdul karim sir uh, mentions cupping therapy is uh, mentioned in islamic culture as hijama yes right it is also practiced under the name hijama many people uh, claim so even uh, that uh, it is a hijama therapy itself so that's uh, an information to be added there are 17 points are mentioned in hijama to activate the whole body and rejuvenate and purify the body as detox again uh, vital information given by abdul karim sir thank you sir there uh, jay raghu ji are there points for agni karma to mentioned will it matter if it touches a naru etc a very important question dr kiran sir there is no specific point for agni karma mentioned as such in brahmatrais but they have said atyagra ruje wherever there is too much pain you can do on the part but keeping that in mind it should not be too much hot that it will go that much deep to the nerves and inflict it and uh, same time there should be a, a thought of back of our hand that there can be vitiation of pitta when are there is vitiation of pitta better to avoid agni karma and uh, do your uh, vidya karma or uh, cupping therapy but the point for agni karma they have not mentioned particular point sir atyagra ruje wherever there is atyagra ruje you can do but for whereas in vidya karma it is specifically mentioned for siraveda what all the point should be followed okay thank you sir uh, dr kiran yeah, siraveda is a vein puncture and uh, the bloodletting therapy where specific indications which vein should be cut where it should be cut in what proportion has been clearly mentioned uh, whereas uh, uh, when we speak about agni karma that has not been specified uh, where exactly it should be done and how much as dr kiran said uh, one indication is atyagra ruja so where there is severe pain so we can take uh, that and uh, very importantly the anatomical understanding is very very important the anatomical understanding and the marma uh, concept explained by sushruta so there is an extensive discussion of marma marma points by sushruta in uh, the sushruta sharigasthana those things also should be taken into consideration uh, a thorough knowledge of uh, anatomy that is sharira 
physiology that is again kriya sharira and marma vignana will uh, help the physicians in successfully and courageously handling this parasurgical uh, measures we shall end this uh, session here uh, with a big cheer and uh, with a big thanks to dr kiran on behalf of all of us the participants is ayurveda and team is ayurveda i would like to extend a cordial thanks to dr kiran for uh, a presentation of a, such a wonderful topic thank you sir so until we meet up in the next uh, gurukula session a big thanks and lots of love from easy ayurveda to all of you thank you and namaste